Hi, and welcome to a special episode of that podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Bo. And today we're going to be talking about Rogue One, a Star Wars story. So if you've not seen the film and you want to remain spoiler-free or you are not interested in the film at all, I suggest you turn off and skip this episode. Uh, there will be another one coming out very shortly as well. So so it's been it's been just under a week since I saw it. And to be honest, I'm, while I wouldn't say the... Mem- it, I definitely wouldn't say it's not a memorable movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm actually... I was thinking earlier, what was I going to talk about? And I'm actually... Some of the details I'm pretty... <laughs> I've, I've forgotten. But I did mm. see a midnight screening. Uh, I got home about 3am... <laughs> two, two alarm bells going off as well. I had I had forty nine emails and n- nearly twenty SMS messages because there was some AWS trouble. Um, mm-hmm. From so they were all from Pingdom, so I had to deal with that as well. Um, but yeah, so and have you seen it just once? Yep, we saw it, we saw it just once. That was one of the things I was going to ask you is if you saw it again already. So I think you saw Force Awakens twice, right? Like yeah, twice in fifteen hours midnight, or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the, I couldn't do that because. Uh, Rowan was doing his nativity mm-hmm. uh, the day after at preschool, uh, so yeah. Are you I planning to on bringing that. the kids to see it while it's in theaters? I'm um and ahhing. I still think that first half is a bit mm-hmm. sober for mm-hmm. Rowan, particularly. He's only three and a half. Yeah, uh, he'll love the final third or maybe the final half. Yeah, but that first half is fairly somber and mm-hmm. and a little bit of a slow burn. But we'll see. I, th- I think he'd, he'd really like to go, so I don't want to let him down. Okay. Uh, I just might have to keep him entertained for a little while. Yeah, Luke loved it. Um, after- afterwards, uh, I kind of I kind of asked everybody what they thought of it, and both of them, uh, both Beck and Luke, used the comparison to The Force Awakens, and Beck said that she liked The Force Awakens more, um, and Luke said that he liked this one more. He liked uh, Rogue One better than The Force Awakens. And right. I, think, I think I'm probably in that camp as well. Oh, I'm not. I, I I prefer the Force Awakens. I think mm. uh, so. So I mean, um, my initial sort of reaction was that it was a three to three and a half star movie, but it was the Star Warsness bumped mm-hmm. it up to four out of five. Would be my rating. Uh, I thought I thought I thought the way it looked was spectacular. Yeah, like like any like. Any scenery, any sets, any backgrounds were awesome. I thought that I just thought really, really good. Um, if just nothing to fault there at all. Um, I thought the cast were very good, um, especially considering there wasn't a lot of depth to some of the characters. Um, that may have been deliberate, and it may also be that it was a fairly sort of ensemble mm-hmm. type thing. So you can you can never really get too deep in a character right. when there are several main characters, and and they're all going to die as well. Yep. I suppose. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, you don't need to. You might not need to or want to go too deep into the characters. Right. Um. So yeah, what the things I didn't like. Um, I felt some of the dialogue was a bit ropey. Um, I think so. I felt at the time I felt like oh, it was overly dramatic. It was like it was this, especially in the first half. It was like his quiet, sober, somber like thing. And then someone would pipe up with this sort of like what I consider to be an overly dramatic statement or mini speech about something. Right. And maybe that was a consequence of there being sort of not so much depth to the characters in that they 
they had to rush this sort of opinion in in mm. some dramatic way rather than you know giving you the feel for that the way they are mm-hmm. you know progressively but it wasn't I, I mean it was a really sort of it was a sort of a pinic, like finicky type thing it didn't really bother me it was just a couple of times I, I almost felt cringed at a couple of the lines is what I, is kind of what I felt like the only lines that I really cringed at was the Darth Vader pun Darth Vader pun. Yeah. You gotta you gotta remind me. Uh, that was the don't choke on your aspirations. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> that I I mean it was funny, but also like I thought it cheapened the whole moment entirely. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't ideal, was it? No. I mean it, 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 we all knew what was going on who <laughs> were Star Wars fans and, and even if you weren't, you could have, you know, like he he could have just not said that you know he could have he could have said said nothing, just paused for a moment, did the force choke, and then walked on, and it would have been more interesting in my mind. Something, anything other than you know, yeah. No, I get that. I mean, that line would have been would have been fine coming from K S two. Was it K S two O? K two S O. I think K two S O. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what he did. Well, mm-hmm. it did throughout the movie. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I I get that totally. Yeah, I actually liked I I liked K two a lot. I thought K two was uh... yeah, I did too. I think he I think he rattled a few people, but mm-hmm. I actually quite liked it. It was it added a it added that bit of humor that was probably lacking. Mm-hmm. Not not lacking like it needed it, but lacking in comparison to definitely to the Force Awakens. I thought yeah, well, and I, mean, I quite it, liked it. I I've never been a fan of. C-3PO's sense of humor, if you will. Um, that like the whole I'm beside myself from what was that clone Attack of the Clones? Yeah. Or whatever that that kind of thing. Like like it's just way over the top. And I thought his blend of comedy was was really, really good. Yeah. And pretty Well, funny. I mean C-3PO's I think is meant to be over the top, isn't it? Um, well, yeah, it's true, but I you know, I I'm, yeah. I'm not I don't like that. I I, I don't like yeah. how, how that works out. So <laughs> Um I think it's- one of the things I don't—I didn't really bother me, but and do you know when um, there's all the stuff about it, what happened in post-production um, in terms of like they had to do reshoots and yeah, I heard a lot about like, the reshoots, but I didn't read closely. Well, I heard a lot about it in back then. Mm-hmm. Didn't read a lot, but then there was so many bits out of the trailers that didn't even seem to get close to being in the the yeah. movie, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the particular thing I remember is um, two particular things. Uh, was the that shot with uh, Jin where she's standing like on a bridge or something, and a Tie Fighter sort of comes up right in front yep. of her. That mm-hmm. was that wasn't in the film, was it? Nope. nope. And there was the thing with um, when I went to a Star Wars celebration back in June, July, whenever it was. One of the things that was really cool that we saw, like uh, the that they talked about on stage and Gareth Edwards talked about was that they, they shot a scene uh, in a tube station mm. and they, they, we, you saw like behind the scenes footage. I can't remember if they actually released it or not, but you know, they, they got the tube station at midnight or something to use for four hours mm-hmm. and they had to dash in, set all this stuff up and shoot these scenes. But those scenes didn't make it to the film mm. at all. As, as far as I remember anyway. Yeah. 
you know, so, a, a, after the fact, I did read, I think I've read one or two articles that talked about that a little bit. One of them went into it in, in some detail, I suppose. Um, but basically, I think the very first trailer, like none of it, none, none of the stuff in the, the first teaser trailer made it into the movie. Really? None of it? Wow. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I mean, none of it may be a stretch, but it was something... I got the impression it was like 80 or 90% of it didn't, didn't yeah. actually make it. I mean, there was the whole introduction scene with Jin where they were like grilling her in the in the, the trailer. That's not how it went down in the actual movie. You know, she, she just came in and they talked to her. Um, so yeah, you, bet saw, you, you didn't get yeah. much backstory at all in terms of... It was like what, what she'd been doing between mm-hmm. being a kid and yeah. being grown up was glossed over a bit, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it looked like the... Um, at the end, it looked like the whole team was supposed to make it longer than they did. Um, like the, there were some some of the scenes from one of the trailers where uh, Jin's running with like at least three or four other people from the team, and she was hold, she was already holding the hard drive or whatever, but she was on the beach running with people, um, right. kind of giving the impression that they were all supposed to have gotten the stuff and then moved it to some other location, um, and that and that didn't really happen uh that way at all so hmm. oh yeah um what did you think to the uh the cgi characters about okay. t- particularly tarkin so yeah i thought tarkin was great like i um as soon as i saw him i was immediately wondering at first like who do they find that looks just like him <laughs> uh and you know he even had his like voice down so well um and then i don't i don't think it took me very long before i started to notice things where i'm like yeah i bet he's cg um because i i'd recently just um on my way back from berlin um i watched tron 2 um so that was kind of one of the first places that i've seen where they did an extensive amount of um, CGI for a real person because they made uh, Jeff Bridges like a younger version of Jeff Bridges um, who had a, a lot of screen time like a third at the, the time was, was showing him uh, but I remember the very opening scene to that looked really bad <laughs> like it's like eh, this, this is how the whole movie is going to be it's going to be really distracting uh, but the rest of the movie was fine um, so I was I was really impressed and um, you know, I, I had kind of nudged back and I said he's cgi and she didn't hear me or didn't get it or whatever so she didn't know until later when she looked it up they found out that that the actor had already died and that he wasn't he was fully cg well mm. what were your thoughts on it well i thought it was really good i was like super impressed mm-hmm. i felt like there were plenty of times when he sort of like didn't quite move right like mm. he's around his cheek so his mm-hmm. mouth maybe or something something i don't know it's probably when he talks i think is when when you sort yeah. of notice stuff mm-hmm. And part of me was like, oh, it looked a bit weird. But then I was like, come on, like, I, it, it's this first time I'm going to notice that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I'll watch this movie another 10 times and probably just not even give it a moment's thought because I'm not inspecting yep. it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some people have been a bit overly critical, I think, from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, like I say, I thought it looked excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's the, the, the camps that I've seen are the people who didn't realize he was CGI until after the movie was done. <laughs> um, well, I mean, even if he was alive, he'd, he'd still be, you know, he was old then. 
Yeah, yeah, be, no, no, no. Be, but I mean, be really old now. Right? Yeah, yeah, he he would be like, but people who just didn't even realize it was supposed right. to be the same actor who didn't realize that this person was in the later movies or whatever. It's like basically they they were fooled completely. They didn't know it wasn't real. Mm. Um, so there's there's that they they didn't know it was real and and they didn't know better. <laughs> um, then there's the people who knew better that thought it looked great, which it sounds like both you and I are in that camp. And then there were some people who just picked it to shreds because. You know, they they knew he was CGI going in and thought the whole thing just set every you know set the whole thing off and it was just yeah. didn't feel right and uncanny uncanny valley. Um, but I, I wonder how much like T- Tarkin's actually played been been a big role in like say um, I think he was in the Clone Wars series and he's been in Rebels quite a bit mm. um, as a another CG variant. Um, I wonder if that paved the way for making it be more acceptable for, for people like you and I. Because you know it's just uh, adding another another layer of realism between Clone Wars to Rebels to now full yeah. CG. I don't know. I just think I just didn't think I. I mean, you you, you think about where we've come. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably it was it was hard because he did have a lot of dialogue and screen time. If you like, like Leia, Leia looks excellent, mm-hmm. and there are sort of like you can see things in that that it's not quite real, but she's on screen for like a split second, yep. isn't she? So you mm-hmm. don't really. You, you, there's not a lot you can't really pick that's it too much can you but right. but Tarkin I suppose because he has dialogue and he has a lot of like he has quite a big conversation well a few conversations with Krennic doesn't he and mm-hmm. you know and you probably you're looking at um, what's his name Mendelssohn is like quite a seasoned actor isn't he? He's, he and he's pretty good as well and so that's kind of what you're up against when you're seeing that sort of yeah. you know putting them together it's bit hard mm-hmm. but yeah overall i just thought it was great and i think people have been a bit harsh um what do you think of, i've seen some people mentioning the ethical sort of uh thinking what do you know how do you feel about that you know that i guess that doesn't bother me a whole lot um i think that as long as permission was asked and and all of that or whatever but who do you ask permission like next of kin i don't know the state whatever hoover manages do, the do you get that yeah person. and what about image rights i mean does does he get a salary does his estate get a salary <laughs> i don't know i don't know do you mean i'd be a bit like hmm you know when you think of the let's face it rogue one's gonna make it like a billion dollars does he get a piece i don't know yeah, should he I get a piece who, who knows or should they get a piece yeah i mean i've seen a lot of people like taking that to the logical extreme of um you know, eventually people are going to be competing with many dead actors <laughs> for roles, actors and actresses, like, you know, 30 years from now. Um, you know, why, why, why are they going to have to hire new actors if they can just resurrect old actors <laughs> and, and have them do their bidding, basically? Mm. So I, I don't know. It could be a slippery slope, but um, I thought it was impressive just because it, it fit really well. I thought it made sense to do so. Um, in this particular case, because to to not have Tarkin there would have been weird, I think. Yeah, but at the same time, I would have totally accepted another actor that looked like him. Yeah, you know, I I I wouldn't have thought I, if they'd done that, I wouldn't have walked out of the movie saying, "Why didn't they do it in CGI?" Mm-hmm. I'd have just been like, "Yeah, cool." Yeah. So uh, the 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 end. I, mean, I talked about the the first half being fairly slow and. Mm-hmm quiet and stuff uh the end is spectacular isn't it i think yeah. everyone really enjoys the end i mean mm-hmm. it's worth going to the the cinema just to see the 30 seconds of vader storming through that corridor or i'd mm-hmm. say so anyway yeah uh but the space battles are great uh even the the ground battles are great mm-hmm. 
And I mentioned earlier about it being like a three to three and a half star movie, but bumps right up to four because of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You think of all the Star Wars stuff we see, we just, like stormtroopers, uh, star destroyers, obviously the Death Star, but then we're seeing ATSTs, um, ATT. 80, 80s or 80 ACTs is what those ones were on Scarif, I think. Yeah. The, the bigger or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so X-Wings, TIE Fighters, just everything. Everything you can think of we get to see. And that just made, makes it totally awesome, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, liked, I loved the, the Hammerhead Corvette scene. That was yeah, just that, that was in awesome. Rebels. To start, they, had, they did that in Rebels, didn't they? That Hammerhead Corvette. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Where, where that came from but as soon as i heard it i'm like I've, oh was it rebels I, or was it clone wars it i'm, sh- I'm sure yeah. it came out of the it, it came it came out of some other canon but yeah it, um but i don't remember which one it was but yeah that i thought that was just awesome <laughs> that was pretty cool yeah. uh the, the the weird thing was when everyone was trying to escape um um and then the uh star destroyer j- jumps or gets out of hyperspace right as they're all leaving and then several of the ships get kind of crumbled or destroyed or whatever. I thought, I, I, I thought that was interesting to see, but I wish I, I wish it had been like zoomed out more <laughs> so you could get a better feel for what was, was really happening there. Cause I don't think it was super obvious that all of a sudden there's a star destroyer there and it's taking mm. up the full screen. Um, you know, which ships got out, which ones didn't, that sort of thing. Uh, was that star destroyer bigger than the ones that were already there? I sort of had that sense that they were bigger. Um, as far as the battle, I actually I'd, I'd hope to see more of uh, like a, a battle between the capital ships because it looked like they just sent fighters at each other. Which I know they do that, but at the same time, those big capital ships are supposed to have weapons to attack other capital mm. ships, right? Uh, but it didn't really seem like there was much of that going on, except for the whole hammerhead thing. But that's a physical attack. That was there was no like big ion cannons or anything like that. I thought that yeah. would have been a lot of fun to see. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I'm trying to think of other cool stuff that sort of was memorable, stuck in my mind. So, um, unrelated, I mean, uh, related, I thought this was going to be the part where Wedge was going to come in. <laughs> oh, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, because yeah. you'd seen, what had you seen that made you think that? Uh, well, I, I finally figured it out, and it, it took me like three days because I thought I was going crazy because I could not, like, I did all these searches for, for Wedge. Um, Rogue One trailer, all of these things, and everyone was talking about, well, why isn't Wedge in Rogue One? But no one was saying anything like, why, why wasn't, why was he in the trailer but not in the movie? Um, and then uh, I finally got some weird Google hacking thing where I finally saw something about Rebels, and it's for this season of Rebels. The trailer talks about Wedge. Yes. And, so I, I, I had that mixed up. So I kept expecting that one of the TIE fighter pilots mm. was going to defect in the middle of the battle over Scarif and start attacking the other TIE fighters. And that was going to be the turn of the battle or something. And I I got done with the movie. And that was the only thing that I walked away like having expected that I was a little disappointed that wasn't in it. So I finally figured yeah. out it was actually from Rebels. They mention, uh, they mention uh, General Antilles at the end, don't they? But that's the mm. Antilles that was on the um, whatever the... Uh, the ship layers on at the beginning of New yeah. Hope. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yep. The uh, the oh, Tantive Four. Wow. Yeah, yep. The Tantive Four. Yeah. I was a little surprised that the Tantive Four was on. Like, I I thought it was going to be one of the ships that was escaping because I remember Darth Vader said the the thing about we know the plans were were beamed aboard this ship. 
Um, I thought that it was going to be off in the distance somewhere. They were going to get the, the message out and it was going to, to leave. But it sort of, to me, makes it feel less believable that Leia would basically just say, oh, but we're on a diplomatic mission. Well, clearly the ship just came from this big battle in space. It felt a little less, a uh, little disingenuous to see that play out now um, yeah. because the ship was there and it was actually on it. Uh, yeah, but it, it did make for a cool cutscene. It implies literally that Vader went straight after her, doesn't yep. it? Rather than catching mm-hmm. her up sometime in yeah. the future, somehow, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, so yeah, I, I felt that a little bit as well. Um, the one thing that I, uh, would, you know, when we were talking about Tarkin, and if he hadn't been there, it might have felt weird. I kept wondering where I kept wondering where uh, Akbar was, because it seemed strange to me that there's like this other. I don't, I don't know if he was actually of the same species or whatever, but it was someone else. I can't remember who was the, the admiral of the. I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he was. Um, yeah, and so he was there, like watching over everything, and he made a lot of scenes. And I was like, well, how come he isn't? Like where where's where's Akbar? And basically, I liked how that fell fell into place at the end, where the main capital ship or the the, the big ship basically didn't get away. Um, so it made clear that whoever that admiral was isn't going to be a player later, uh, which leads the way for like uh, Akbar to come back up and become yeah. the, the head person later. There was another sort of minor thing like that. I think um, I think that's also one mentioned that Red Five definitely got killed. Yep. <laughs> Leaving yep. the, the the number five slot empty for Luke when he uh, eventually gets there. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, Red Five. Yeah, yeah. And 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 again, you know, with with the way everything worked out, it makes it look like that's basically a week later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it know? does, doesn't it? it yeah, it, yeah. So. Days later, that 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 all is going to happen. And I was I was initially curious, um, and somehow I missed it. I was initially curious if the uh, base that they were going to be on was going to be the Dantooine base, uh, but I missed the thing with Yavin Four, um, so I had like I didn't see that come up. There were there were two that I missed. I didn't see uh, the the lava planet if that was actually going to be Mustafar. Um, so I don't know if they didn't put it up or if I missed it. And then I I didn't see the initial little tag of what the planet was where the Rebel base was located. Yeah, um, it was. It didn't. I don't think it did say Mustafar definitely or not. Mm-hmm. I don't remember mm-hmm. it anyway, but we, yeah. everyone just assumed it was. So. Yeah, yeah, they they did a good job of doing that for every other planet, um, or every other cutscene. Like you knew where everybody was at. Yeah, yeah. Every cool, time wasn't they introduced it? a new place, but those were the two that I noticed they didn't do, and maybe it is yeah. because they're the bridges between things that we knew from pre movie to post movie. Yeah. Know. Right. Should we? Have, how, how long did you want to do this for? Um, I, don't I know, could waffle we, on, but I mean, I, I haven't got anything. Major yeah. to uh, anything else other to say? I think. What did you think of the cameos of uh, the, the the two people on Jeddah? Uh, Doctor gonna... Cornelius, whatever his name is. Yeah, uh, it was all right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> didn't bother me. I, I like things like that happening. Yeah. Uh, were there any other car- other sort of? Easter eggs were there. Um, um, someone I saw someone say that Chopper shows up on Yavin Four. At does some it? Point. I think Ghost is in the battle at the the end there. Yep. Um, and then I think there was a uh, a message over the the communication system on the base asking for General Sandula. Oh, really? Uh, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, speaking of rebels, um, Forrest Whitaker's Whitaker's going to reprise the role in Rebels, apparently. Oh, okay. I don't know for how many episodes or whatever, but that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
one of the planets was an anagram of Kenobi. Oh, or, oh no, Obi Wan. It was mm-hmm. Waboni or something like that. Oh, I think. Nice. Uh, I don't know. There must have been. There'll have been hundreds of things. I'm sure. And I mean, they reused some footage from A New Hope, didn't they? Like lost footage or archive yeah, footage or deleted bit. scenes. Especially, and that was in the space battles at the end. Yeah, in the space battles. Was that was Red Leader? Was he? Original footage, I think, maybe or something like something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think that in um, I think the final cut of A New Hope, they only had Red Squadron, but originally in some of the edits beforehand, they actually had Blue and Yellow Squadrons as well. So those those were actually used, and they gave the introductions to all of these people, um, uh, appropriately. That you know, in, in, as far as A New Hope was concerned, they were just going to be Red Squadron. Um, so I, I I saw a little bit about that as well. I thought that was kind of kind of fun too yeah like i say yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to going to go see it again and uh mm-hmm. and take my time and sort of uh r- take it all in because uh do you, th- it's you think it would change bit... your rating at all no i don't think so i'm pretty i might it might do i don't know um i'm not like, i'm quite happy I, I think i gave force awakens for like 4.5 so and i'd i'd stand by that i prefer the force awakens so mm-hmm. You know, I I really liked The Force Awakens. I thought it was really good. Um, I feel like over time, it's lost some of its shine for me. Uh, And and it's probably because we've seen it like 10 times now. Mm. And it's not that it's not a good movie. It's just that that more and more the fact that it mirrors so much A New Hope has sort of gotten kind of annoying to me. Mm. Um, And, you know, it, it opened up a lot of questions that it didn't answer, like, you know, who's that Maz person and what, what does she know? And it seemed like there were a lot of, but you can't, like, you can't, I don't think you can, you can't knock a movie. That's the first of a trilogy for no. answering, ask, not answering questions. You know, no, that's no. that's no, kind no, of that's the point. True. Yeah. Um, but some of it just seemed like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's probably just that we've seen it so often. I felt like I, I wanted more from it. Whereas um, I felt like Rogue One sort of delivered everything it was going to. Like it had a story, it had a beginning and a middle and an end, which is sort of its imp- in- in- intention. And so, that, you know, like you're saying, as far as a trilogy is concerned, that, you know, you can't get that from the first movie. Um, so so maybe, maybe that's why, why I'm looking at it more as like a whole. Like once all three movies are, are completed with the new trilogy, Maybe it'll it'll be its own thing, and then I'll I'll appreciate it a little bit more again. Um, mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's fun. It's it's been it's been interesting to to see these things coming out again now, like in force, which is pretty awesome. Um, I still need to watch the most recent se- uh, season of Rebels. Have you been watching that? No, I think we we started and then stalled out. I think we're on th- three episodes in, mm. maybe. Yeah. I think I can't remember. Yeah, I, I'm excited. Luke's excited. Um, Beck's happy to come with us. I think she's excited about it as well. So I'm looking yeah. forward to the next, you know, four or five years or whatever it is. It's, for... it's amazing, isn't it? Every yeah. December, um, you know, mm-hmm. who cares about Christmas now? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's got a Star Wars movie to look forward to every single yeah, December. It's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, but so hopefully we'll see a, a episode eight sort of trailers soon. Yeah. That'd be that'd be awesome. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, thanks, man. I enjoyed yeah. this. Yeah, we'll call this little Star Wars one a wrap.
You've been listening to That Podcast with Bo and Dave. You can find Bo on Twitter and Google Plus at Bo Simonson and Dave on Twitter at Dave Development. You can subscribe to this podcast and review it on iTunes. If you'd like to review us but don't feel like we've earned five stars, email us so that we can talk about your issues. You can also subscribe to this podcast with RSS from our website, thatpodcast.io. From our website, you can also sign up for our newsletter to get super secret extra content from Bo and Dave sent directly to your inbox. Like the music? You can thank Gorillo for allowing us to sample the track Dust Kingdom for our intro and outro. You can find Dust Kingdom and other tracks by Grillo at grillo.bandcamp.com, spelled G-R-I-L-L-O.